With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? Episode 91. And today's episode is a good one, I think. We, it, we don't really we'll see how it goes but i do want to say right off the bat that you guys oh my god we're not even <laughs> slow down with the subscribers we're not aligned anymore we've already passed ninety-one thousand, and now i feel like we'll probably i don't know if we'll hit 92 actually maybe we are still okay i don't think we're gonna hit 100,000 <laughs> anytime soon so we're good but we basically got like almost 2,000 subscribers in like a couple days thank you guys we we a lot of people were just like oh shit i had no idea i wasn't subscribed so thank you for subscribing that's what i was saying is like I've never subscribed to people because I just forget. It's not like I'm like adamantly not doing it. It's like they just always pop up anyway. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm wearing a lip plumper and I feel like Jennifer Coolidge. Can you tell? <laughs> did, it, did it work? <laughs> did you do the kind of I lip? I think it did uh, work. The lip challenge? Oh my God. That was, that was a time. It was an era on the internet for sure. Oh my God. So we could just get right into it because I'm, I've been waiting to do this topic with Lily because I found it a couple days ago and then we were already like, we had filmed our episode. And I was like, damn it, because <laughs> Bethany Frankel. Do you know Bethany Frankel? So you asked me before, I was like, yeah, I know of her. I'm not what an do you know avid of her? fan. Next to none. Like if you had to say one fact about Bethany Frankel, if someone like pointed a G-U-N to your head, we're still in the beginning of the video. We got to keep it light. Uh, she was on a reality show. Wow. You live another day. Yep, she was. She was on uh, Real Housewives. She was one of the first Housewives, I'm pretty sure. I've never watched any of the Housewives Same. shows, so I just, I know of her, but I couldn't tell you any personal details. There's so many fun facts about Bethany Frankel, but <laughs> one of my favorite that she likes to talk about all the time is that she was the inventor of the Bethany Clause. Like she says that she negotiated something in her Real Housewives contract that basically didn't allow them, I think, to have like, I think it's ownership of her IP, I want to say. And like, because she negotiated that, it's now known in the biz. Like she likes to say like, it's known now as the Bethany Clause. I'm like- What IP? Is that true? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess like her, like her as a whole. I don't oh, know. like her likeness? Yeah, and isn't she the owner of Skinny Girl? So like Skinny Girl Margaritas and Skinny oh, Girl is she? stuff. My mom loved those back in the day. Yeah, same. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking my mom and her husband both drank them. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had some of those products. I want to say she's the owner of that. And if that's wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, TV producer, multiple New York. Times bestseller and mother. She is the CEO and founder of Skinny Girl. Okay, so she has a lot of money, obviously, because it's like one thing to be on reality TV. It's a whole other to like own a brand that's been around for so long. Not to mention that like the reason she was on reality TV was because she was rich, right? Oh, you know what? Probably. But isn't the Real Housewives, oh my God, I'm sorry if I get this wrong, but isn't it because they're like married to rich people? Yeah, is she not married to the rich person anymore though? I don't know. I think she has a boyfriend. This story is about Bethany Frankel and she has like had no shortage of not necessarily controversy, but a lot of people having something to say because she is a character that I would say you either love or hate right off the bat. When I first found her, like her biggest shtick I think on TikTok is reviewing beauty products for people with mature skin. So she'll be like, oh, you know, this is the best thing at the drugstore and this is the best high-end thing and whatever. Now she does like to be relatable, quote unquote. I don't know. She just like reviews a lot, a lot, a lot of drugstore stuff. And 
she shops a lot at TJ Maxx. The reason why we're talking about any of this is because on one of her many trips to TJ Maxx, Bethany Frankel found herself in quite a pickle. So <laughs> I find this very, very interesting and I'm so excited that you don't know about this. Yeah, I'm so curious to see what this is. So Bethany Frankel has some friends in TJ Maxx. Like, you know, when you go to shopping at TJ Maxx enough, I guess you you become friends with the cashiers, right? Oh, like, like how I know all the people at In-N-Out. Exactly, yeah. So she has her friends there and she wanted to do a little something nice for her good friends at TJ Maxx. So we'll give that a gander. So this is an interesting setup. I know. So I came to TJ Maxx with my daughter because the women who work here are so nice and they're always complimenting me on what we buy. So I wanted to bring them some of the leftover makeup that I just try like open up and put in a giveaway pile, but it's all oh. brand new. Over the giveaway stuff and I put it all in separate little bags for my friends here. So you'll meet them soon. So this is my friend who compliments my purchases. What's your name? Consuela. Consuela, okay, so I've got some goodies for you in here. So I, I put them in separate bags, like so it's like got separate like eyeshadow, brushes, lip, whatever, but I'm gonna give you the whole thing and you can give it out to your friends. But they're all things that have been opened once and like not used, but they're good and fancy and expensive, okay? I'm not in trouble for taking it. No, you won't. Consuela, I'm going to message TJ Maxx on the Instagram oh and God. they're going to make an exception. Okay? D don't worry. They'll they'll come reach out to you because the people are going to speak. What the fuck? Okay. So she goes to TJ Maxx for our uh, just non-visual people. We, we have to really lay this out to make sure you understand. She's shopping at TJ Maxx or maybe not even shopping. Maybe she just walks in with this. She has like several... Ziploc bags filled with makeup she's already opened and supposedly not tried. And then also just like miscellaneous items just thrown in this, in this big tote. Supposedly not tried? No, no. She says she has tried them. But only once. <laughs> and then she's like, oh my God, like I have to give this to my friends, my friends, my friends. This is my friend. What's your name? <laughs> and then the lady says she's going to get in trouble for accepting it. I don't know if that's like a rule that like retail people can't accept gifts. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Give her a bigger discount? It's not like she's like bribing them. I feel like there's so many things, including but not limited to just like if Bethany brings, I mean, this is really drastic, but this is just an example. Something like anthrax in the fucking makeup and they're allowed to take it under the roof of TJ Maxx. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like just the liability of it all. Like, I don't know. I just feel like you wouldn't want them to have that at all. And if you're taking bribes, then yeah, maybe you give them a discount. Maybe you feel inclined to give them something for free. Like it's just a slippery slope. I wouldn't do it either. I don't know. That that part I felt like it was a little weird, but I guess maybe that's in their employee contract. But it wouldn't matter but anyway, Lily, because she's gonna message them on Instagram. <laughs> What's up that? I'm like, I'm sorry, Bethany Frankel. So you're so important that if that is a company rule, they're just gonna overlook it for you? Like, but what like the, the way she's but, so sure about it too. I'm like, girl. Like as if she's already spoken to the CEO of TJ Maxx. <laughs> she's spoken to TJ. It's so dumb too, because it's like, even if you had contact with TJ Maxx, cause she does shop at TJ Maxx. So let's say she's messaged them on an Instagram. You think that's corporate? Girl, that's like a 23-year-old fucking social media manager. Like, what are you talking about? She can't help you there. Like, the corporate rules are the corporate rules. Back to it being used makeup. I'm sorry, ma'am. Do you think they want used makeup? I don't care if you've only used it once. That's weird. And also, I love that her, like, <laughs> her excuse for it is like, they're always complimenting me on my purchase. I'm like, 
it's their job. They're just trying to make conversation. They're not genuinely like a huge fan of everything you've gotten. Like how many times you go to a store and they're like, this is so cute. Are you going to come back with like a fucking bag of your clothes because they complimented one shirt you bought at their store? Like it doesn't make sense. It just makes no sense. And like, I'm thinking back to like, even um, when Megan was Megan Rosette and she did a lot of beauty influencing and she'd get tons of PR packages of free makeup. Like a lot of influencers get a ton of free makeup and they just like have a bunch of it that they have not tested. And that's Megan would offer me like, oh my God, I have all this makeup. Do you want to go through it and take some? Even Megan was not offering me used makeup and she was one of my best friends. Like I is one of my best friends. But like, (laughs) I get she thinks she's being nice and generous, but it's fucking weird. First of all, you don't know Consuela's name. So that's number one, she ain't your friend. Number two, you don't know everything she likes. So now she has this bag of shit she has to go through. Do I think like if my friend, if Bethany Frankel was my friend and gave me a bag, I would like to go through it. But if I don't know you, I have no idea and no trust in you to know that you didn't do something weird with those products. Like maybe just swatch it after you touch your butthole. I don't fucking know. Like it's just, hello? Why would you film it too? Like clearly she thinks she's being like charitable, but this is the weird, I'm so confused. So Radar Online came out with an article about this and apparently someone close to her gave comment and said, she loves CJ Maxx. (laughs) We know. And when checking out, the girls always comment on the beauty choices she makes. They said that Frankel hates to waste, adding this was all unused in all caps makeup that she sorted in kits for the staff. We know, we know all like that's not helping anything. We know that. No, but she says it's unused. She said that she had used it. She had tried it once but that's used (laughs) so the insider said that she called or spoke to corporate on instagram we're not sure and she asked corporate but wasn't allowed to gift it so bethany picked it up and brought it to the lovely ladies at restoration hardware in riverhead what they were all so grateful not her just going to the next door over like ah fuck it (laughs) who else wants this bag of shit they said bethany doesn't keep any extra makeup other than what she needs to do her own glam for her podcast Not the podcast shout out. She also hates to waste food or anything. So this makes perfect sense and she will continue to do it. So someone had tweeted out the video and then it started gaining traction. And one of the Real Housewives, I guess, was getting tagged in it a lot. I don't know if they've had public beef or why she was getting tagged in it. And she said, who sent this to me, LOL? I mean, stop this nonsense with crying laughing faces. So much to unpack, but I'm not getting paid to do this any longer. But here, one word, hashtag white savior complex. And Bethany mentions this in her video where she addresses everything. I'm in a lot of trouble and I think I'm being canceled. I did something very wrong. So I get sent a lot of makeup to try to test. And makeup brands are very, very generous with how much they send. They'll send it in every shade because they want to make sure that you like the product and that you've gotten the right shade. So in some cases, I'll open a box and it rips the box a little bit. And then I'll look at a shade to see if it's right for me and determine it's not right. Now we have a ripped box. So it's not new, it's not used, but I don't need it because I don't need three concealers and three shades. I need one concealer and one shade, if that. Same thing with seven pinky nude lip glosses oh my god i don't want them to go to waste i think they're beautiful i do give them to my staff and my assistant and other people do they not want it i always have bags in my car for random acts of kindness if someone's nice to me i just hand them something so i certainly don't need all three of these 
So I will open it up, put it on my hand, maybe put it on my lips, not from the applicator because I know that I'm going to give it away. And then what I do is I have a whole big bin or bag not that for I keep all the things that I'm not going to use, but that are perfectly good. And then oh I take Ziplocs and I separate them. So each kit will have like a foundation, a lip, I, a powder, etc. And I was at TJ Maxx and the women were complimenting some of the things. I bought, oh, that's so nice. I want to get that. I wish I could afford it. Oh, so I bullshit. went back there with <laughs> this big bag of probably like. Don't, don't worry. They'll, they'll come reach out to you. Because oh the people God. are going to speak. Okay, Consuelo, you're the best. Right. The woman looks horrified. That stuff. All right, hopefully they'll make an exception. Otherwise, I don't know what she's going to do with that stuff. Maybe she'll drop it off at a shelter, but I really would like it to go to her because she's lovely. And they're always looking, looking and complimenting what I get. And they have a policy where they can't accept it. Luckily, Restoration Hardware doesn't have that policy. And I brought over the same bag that I got back from TJ to Restoration Hardware. But it's been all over the worldwide internet that I'm Not really the world cheap, wide web. which maybe I actually am because I don't waste anything. So that I'm really cheap and that, um, what is it called? White Savior Complex. <laughs> so You've never heard that before, really Mitch? Are you kidding? Words and terms like narrative and gaslighting just to act like they're really smart. Um, so <gasps> I may have White Savior Complex because I brought perfectly good unused but opened makeup to people that I don't think would be able to buy this level of makeup on <gasps> their own. So I guess I'm being canceled. What shall we all do? Oh. Thoughts and prayers. Shit. Is that fucking insane? She's like, I gave it to a poor person and they obviously can't get it otherwise. Oh my God. And that she even tried to say that the girls were like, oh, I wish I could afford that. They did not say that, Bethany. There is no way in hell your cashier at TJ Maxx told you, Nice, like, products you got from TJ Maxx. I really wish one day maybe I could buy that. Mm, like, come on. Also, just the absolute, like, assuming that everyone that works at TJ Maxx is too poor to buy themselves anything that she can afford or that she gets sent. First of all, just because someone works anywhere, it could be McDonald's, it could be anything that you assume is, like, a very low-paying job and, like, whatever. You don't know their life. You do not know their circumstance. You do not know but Je what Jesse, they, their, their friends. family. Oh yeah, their friends. Oh, I forgot they were friends. That actually makes more sense. She did know. Not their name, but she knew their life status and their income. Like, it's so indicative of how she navigates the world when she's walking around just being like, hi, poor people, I'm here Literally. at TJ Maxx. Like, I mean, the nerve to be like, something called white savior <laughs> cup. <laughs> I think God. it's the same, you know, the bunched in with gaslighting and ma'am. And then she also said at one point, she was like, you know, I gave it to Consuela, who is a person of color, right? She's a Hispanic woman. But I told her to share it with all the other people and I don't even know them. So she's basically like, I don't know if the people she gave it to were people of color. I'm like, that's not and what we're talking about. She's like, I hope that they make an exception for the policy that says they can't accept gifts because otherwise I don't know what she'll do with it. Maybe give it to a shelter. Guess what? They don't accept open makeup. I was about to say that. That's literally the number one fucking rule that everyone that actually donates makeup and stuff understands they will not take open makeup for the safety of everyone like which brings me back to the start of the video where she's like well i have to take it out of the box and i have to see if it's my shape 
Oh my god. First of all, I've gotten PR packages, and yes, they do send you every shade, but you, first of all, don't need to take every single one out. Like, I think, make your best guesstimate on what shade is yours, and maybe don't open every single one to see if there's a better op. Like, oh my god. I don't know. I feel like out of all the PR packages I've gotten, unless you're, like, at a status, like, my friend Kathleen, she'll get, like, a shit ton of PR, especially, like, back in the day, it was just, like, rooms just filled with fucking boxes. You can't possibly open all that, so that's different, because you're literally not able to open everything and you just give things away in packaging. For me, like, and I feel like even for Bethany, like she might get a lot of PR, but I don't think she has rooms stacked with fucking PR. Like, I feel like she's opening everything. Like, there's not shit That's in the my boxes. Point. Like, you wouldn't open everything if you were getting a shit ton. Just don't give the used ones if you want to be super charitable and give away some of it. And like, oh, I just do swatches in my arm of the lip stuff. Maybe don't. Just the whole concept of her saying that she just hovers the wand over oh, her eye. Girl, you know you try it. You know she you try it. She literally almost put it on then. And then she's like, oh shit, no, I'm not supposed to. Even if you swatch the lip stuff on your hand, was that hand in between your ass cheeks? Nobody knows. Like, there's a reason they don't accept open makeup in shelters where I'm sure like a lot of people understand they're in high need for a lot of feminine products, hygiene products. And I mean, makeup is a plus. I know wigs, things like that are much appreciated. Like there's a reason even places that are in high need for those products will not take those. It's like, yes, I'm sure somebody, like I'm sure people on this video will be like, well, I mean, I would like it because it's like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Okay, but you don't just go up to a stranger and assume and be like, well, you have less than me. You like this, right? Take it, take it. I'll message, I'll message TJ Maxx, don't worry. And the, this was just like the one step before going to a shelter. Oh my God, there's so much that it's like, that was her response. Are you kidding? And then she's like, I just don't think they'd be able to afford it on their own. I'm like, what do you know? God. The irony that they sell a lot of like high-end quote-unquote makeup at TJ Maxx is not lost on me. Like an employee, even by her definition, could probably still buy the makeup she's talking about because they probably sell it at TJ Maxx. I'm just so, like the assumption and then, yeah, like it's not even the white savior complex. It's just like- It's her saying all that while she's saying white savior complex like it's not a real thing. And then she's like, well, I didn't think they could afford it. So I went in. Like, oh my no, God. And like literally just her being like, Consuela, don't even worry about it. I will message TJ Maxx. You seem a little white savior complexy right now. Like, it's just like, why would you think there's an exception for you, Bethany? Like, why do you think? Because she's rich and white. <laughs> it's pretty alarming that she's so out of touch, but not surprising in any way, shape or form. She likes to like boast that she's self-made and she this, that and the other. And uh, obviously she wasn't like born rich, I don't think. I don't really give a shit about all that. I feel like if you're rich for long enough, you kind of, you kind of lose touch Apparently with reality. Apparently you lose sight. Like, how could that possibly be how you react to getting that? shit like wouldn't you be like oh my god I totally didn't realize how that came across I mean first of all I don't like the fact that you did it to begin with is so alarming cringe. so but cringe. then the fact that you'd react to it like this is unreal like that is actually insane you know when Bethany came back first of all because she left the bag there okay and then she had to, oh, she come, had to go pick it she up had to go, she had to go back she left the bag there Consuela's like oh my god I'm gonna get fired Bethany comes back and picks it up you know they were all shit talking her that day just like who is this woman why is she doing this how did she know to go get it back did she call and like double check to make sure oh that's like, a that's a detail I would like to know. like if she called and said Consuela you still have my bag <laughs> 
literally, because you know Consuelo wasn't like, oh, let me pull out my phone because I have my best friend Bethany's number. And I'm you know what's so funny? The way that I found out about all of this was one of you guys tagged me on TikTok in this TikTok of a woman explaining it to her boyfriend or husband and he was off camera and it was just the best. Like, I just, I wanted to almost show you like that, but I was like, no, we got to show you the whole video and stuff because she doesn't show the video or anything. But it's just so funny when she's explaining and she's just like, so Bethany Frankel's just like going around TJ Maxx with a bunch of Ziplocs in her car. <laughs> it's just a very out of touch, disconnected thing to do. And it shows that like, just because you shop at TJ Maxx does not mean you're one of us, Bethany. I'll tell you that much. It just goes to show what she thinks of like anybody as a whole that's like underneath her. It's just kind of like, well, I mean, you got less than me, right? Like... <laughs> Here, you want this bag? <laughs> I also just feel like you could give this, like if you have your assistant, you have your staff, you have your daughters, you have your friends. I just don't know how she doesn't have more people to give to. Well, and she even references that that's what she normally does. And it's like, did they not want it anymore? Like, why did you suddenly decide that you needed to go to TJ Maxx, film it? It's just all so weird. Or if you want to be charitable, be much more mindful about like, if you see a product and you don't like it right off the bat, or like, you're like, mm, this is not even like, if it's a cream blush and you don't like cream blushes or something like that, separate everything without opening it, without anything. Like you don't need the makeup, right? Cause you already have enough already and you just need enough to get ready for your podcast. So why don't you literally just like get better at putting aside makeup to yes, then if it's unopened, brand new sealed, yes, you can donate that to a homeless shelter and that could be a well, regular thing you That was my point do. earlier. You don't need to open every <laughs> single shade. If they're giving you all the shades, maybe don't open the makeup that's gonna not be for your race. Like, oh my God. I'm I so flabbergasted by this because it's just so out of touch and she's like so confused about like why people think it's out of touch. She's like, well, I'm getting canceled, I guess. It's bad <laughs> enough that that's what she did, but then that's how she reacted. It's like, Oh, it's no. It's very Bethany like, Frankel. what do you mean? If you know Bethany Frankel, it's very Bethany Jesus. Frankel. Jesus. Well, I'm glad that I'm not familiar with Bethany Frankel because <laughs> this, was, this was enough for me. Hello, everyone. Greetings from, I was going to say the future, but I guess it's still the past for you guys. I don't know, but we got to stop meeting like this. I, <laughs> we filmed an update already during the original filming of this episode, but there's been an update to the update, so we're back. Hello. Scrapped. Yes. So instead of having a new topic or kind of pulling something out of our ass, because not much has happened, uh, we want to... We want to have a talk. Are you guys sitting down? We need a chat. We're not mad at you guys. It's not you guys. <laughs> no. Well... Is it you guys? Depends on who's watching this. So here's the deal. Uh, this podcast has grown a lot in the last year and the way we've done things has changed a lot because of it. Just like our natural evolution has changed. Like just our feelings on how we're gonna handle certain situations has changed. A lot has changed and we need to have a discussion to kind of like, I don't wanna say set a boundary because I don't think that's the right term. I think to just be honest about where we're at and how we're gonna deal with certain things moving forward because I feel like in the past we did things a little different and now now it's changed. We're growing. We're evolving. We are, honestly. That's really what it is. So when we first started, I'll never forget the first time that someone that we spoke about saw that we spoke about them. Do you remember Edwin's generation? I was like, he did like I, I a whole forgot. Live stream. What was it? No, I literally was in sweats and almost tears about it and the anxiety pit. So like in the past when I've been in internet shit, the just pit in my stomach, the, the rate, you know, like that, like tingling all over. It's like you get hot. It's this weird adrenaline anxiety rush. And that happened when Edwin 
Owen saw and reacted to our video, which actually wasn't even about him. I think maybe we mentioned his I name, think we but... just mentioned the commentary bros and then it like got turned yeah. into something. He like, like swooped in. Yeah. What happened? But I remember that whole night I just been looking at everything and I was freaking out. I feel like as we've grown, it's becoming increasingly more popular for people whom we talk about to see that we've spoken about them. Or just more possible for them to see it. There's just more people that are gonna see it and tag that person or let them know that we've said something and I, even we mentioned before when we were talking about how we're grateful for like hitting 90,000 subscribers that we've just kind of been keeping our head down and not really been realizing like how legitimate the number is. Like that means that there's actually that many people watching. But it uh, has become increasingly clear <laughs> that there are more people watching and then that maybe includes the person we're talking about, which I think before we were kind of just assuming that we were too irrelevant that no one would see it. 100%. 100% that's what it was. We just were like, they're never going to see this. But with that comes some interesting responses. And we have been, especially recently from our last few episodes, I don't know if you want to call it called out, verbally harassed. I mean, it's been crazy these past like week, week and a half. Yeah, well, and also just off the bat, I feel like we should say that we understand um, <laughs> that we can be a little sassy sometimes. We can. Yeah, 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 and for sure. we can have a little bit of a snarky attitude. But the topics we cover, we're giving our honest opinions. And yes, we do get a little snarky, but we're never trying to like spread malicious intent. I don't know if that's the right way to describe it, but. No, 100%. I think that the whole purpose of the show was to have two friends, not necessarily like shit talking, but like to how two friends would talk about the internet. We just so happen to be two friends who have both been influencers for a long time. So we add that kind of dynamic to what we speak about. But yeah, we're just two people who are friends like having a conversation about something the people that we speak about on this podcast are one topic of multiple topics in an episode of even more multiple topics in a week like we're not hyper focusing on anyone i mean the most we've ever hyper focused on anyone was deaf noodles i mean it was hard to ignore honestly i think that's one of the things that first of all there are people that seem to think that we have like personal vendettas against them i can assure you if we had a personal vendetta against someone we're probably not talking about them on the show we have a strong blacklist of names. Yeah. Like there's people that we don't touch and we'll never touch and we just don't talk about that. I mean, I understand how it could be easy if you see someone have a podcast, right? There's a bunch of people watching it and then your name is mentioned. It's like, you feel like you're being attacked. Like I get that, okay? Especially if we have an unsavory opinion about you. But that being said, the reality of it is we're just covering things that happen on the internet, things that we feel need attention, you know, things we wanna share with you guys, funny things, troubling things, whatever it is. Like we just share those and then we move on to the next thing. That's really what we do here. For sure. And also things that you guys want us to talk about, which is why, and I've said this on my Twitter before because I ask you guys for topics quite a bit. Thank you for those who submit them. We want to talk about things that you guys are interested in too. Obviously, we also have like obscure random things that you guys have no idea about necessarily. And that's a fun aspect of it as well. But the whole point was to talk about things that are being discussed on the internet currently. We're not like trying to like sift through things and be like, we don't like that person. We're going to talk about them today. Like, no, we're only talking about them because it was brought to our attention by maybe you guys or just it's hard to ignore. Yeah, and the reason why we're even bringing up any of this is because we need to like establish what we're going to be engaging with as far as people reacting to our content about them in the future, just because I know you girlies know, we're tuned in, like we read the comments. Yes, we sometimes read our Reddit, like Lily's on Twitter a lot. Like you guys know, we understand your opinions because we do wanna take them into consideration to make a show you guys wanna watch. Like we're not here to just like, I don't know, I was gonna say itch our own ass. That's not what I meant. 
You know what I mean? Like, just like do things on <laughs> our own it. terms. I just feel like to the best of our abilities, we want to put on a good show. We want to talk about things you want to talk about. What Lily said, great. That being said, although we are tuned in, and yes, we are aware when people we talk about do certain things, uh, say certain things, we absolutely in no way, shape, or form are going to engage with people that become aggressive with us, that are irate, that name call, that talk about my family, that body shame Lily, that call us names that threaten me. That is just not something we're gonna sit down and respond to, ever. I think we've made it, the people that have been watching a long time are probably very well aware of this, but we don't like to engage in, like we aren't trying to stir up drama. That is not something that either of us copes very well with. We're not ever trying to like fuel that fire. We're not chasing that back and forth. I think a lot of people think that we're trying to just talk about these people so they'll talk about us yeah. and then we'll get the, no, we don't, no, that's not what we're doing here. We're covering things that people want us to cover and then we're moving on to the next thing. I want to say though, I am really proud of us because I feel like there also has been a really strong evolution there with how we're handling ourselves. I mean, as far as like it not consuming me at all, like I might in the moment or you and I will bitch back and forth like, can you believe this person, blah, 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 blah. But like in real life, I'm not, I don't feel that like tingle. I don't feel those like hot sweats. I'm not like, oh yeah, fuck it. Like, no, this podcast has like made me strong. The shit we've been through, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, okay, go off, well, I guess. And also because we do have two episodes a week and we have multiple topics per episode, like Jesse said, and we move on to the next one. We're not like trying to talk about the exact same thing for three weeks in a row. We're just trying to have conversations that we think are either relevant or important or interesting. We're not trying to milk any one topic for attention. I feel like a lot of people on YouTube have gone that route. You know, some drama channels have gone that route of like, oh, this person said this. It's like the tiniest thing and then they just milk it and then it's this back and forth. I just like, I don't have the time. I don't want that to <laughs> be what this energy. podcast is. Like, I don't have the energy. It's it's not, I don't have the space to give you. Um, but yeah, so basically what I'm saying is a lot of you guys come to us when you see that someone has responded and you'll say, oh my God, like, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? What is this? Oh my God, they, I can't wait to see what they're gonna say because you do know that we read everything, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're not, that's what we're here to say. If someone talks about my husband, someone talks about my children, it's game over, I'm done. Like I've said this when we talk about family vloggers, you give them access, you give them that attention, you give them X, Y, and Z, they're gonna keep throwing it at you. Like I'm not giving any Anyone that like if you talk about Lily and you're fucking belittling her or you're calling us bitches or you're doing you're done like you're you don't you don't hold space here that's what we're trying to say like we're not gonna sit and address you to clarify they don't usually call Lily out on any <laughs> oh my god you guys what is this is a whole phenomenon and honestly I don't even know what this segment is gonna be called or what but what is with us being called out us what is I was gonna me? say I, I wouldn't say us I, I which I mean I'm not gonna lie I'm not always bad about being invisible but I am invisible that is the point we have had this ongoing joke of people when they leave hate comments calling Lily the other girl so then we've made that a joke and now Lily's the other girl and then people would call me the other girl to be funny okay great but literally when we are both sitting here talking about a topic and then someone we talk about has an issue with that and sits on camera for hours and literally is just like never talks about Lily other than to like like once or twice but it's like it's always just me it's like Jesse this Jesse that can you believe Jesse Jesse's kids Jesse's husband you know I do a podcast with this bitch right <laughs> it's not even just that it's I think her name's Lily and I'm like I'm sorry am I just chopped liver what what's going on 
Dude, it has been to the point where I'm like, maybe I'm doing a podcast by myself and Lily's like a ghost and you guys just feel bad for me because I'm really just talking to myself, but you just feel bad, so you're just going along Seriously, with it. it was a couple weeks ago. I texted her, I was like, I'm starting to think that we're like in the sixth sense and I'm Bruce Willis and you're the only <laughs> one that can see me because am I just not here? I, I, like, I don't get it. And it started as early as when Edwin called us out because back then I was the sidekick. And I'm the like, sidekick, yep, 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 yep. Okay, and he literally would just call me sidekick and I'm like, cool, I, what? And then it became the other girl. Then it was like the girl with the ponytail. And then it just is like, not at all. <laughs> like, I'm just not here. And I'm like, did I die and no one told me? Like, I'm so confused. It's like the light in like everything. Cause like something shitty will happen. And then we're just like, wait a second. What? <laughs> Where's Lily? Why isn't anyone talking about her? You know what I should do? When I start the episodes, I'm gonna say, welcome to Do We Know Them. This is Lily Marston. I'm not even gonna say my name. <laughs> And so we could balance it out. It's funny because I mentioned it to my mom before and she goes, I mean, I don't know if I would complain if you're not getting it. <laughs> She's right. She's right though. It's not a bad thing all the time, but it is just weird. But yeah, that's a little fun tidbit in all of this, but it really has been like, it's a lot of people coming onto Twitter, coming onto our comments. Oh my God, they're going to respond this and that wondering. And I just like, I don't want you to wonder anymore. And I just want to like set that expectation of like, if X, Y, and Z, is said, and if a person's just berating us or disrespecting us, we're not gonna sit here and be like, this person said this, and then show them and give them that attention and have the banter back and forth. Like, it's just not, it's not the route we wanna go on this channel. And quite frankly, I do have to say, I'm not like trying to start any issues or drama, believe me, we've had enough in the past couple weeks, but it is like really disappointing to me that when people have come for us, like it's one thing to have criticisms. We've made it pretty clear we're open to that. Like we will sit and address valid criticism or implement them even if it doesn't like need to be addressed but we just start like kind of changing things moving forward but berating us screaming at us like for other commentary channels to have sat there and platformed that like people berating us and calling you names and calling me names talking about my husband talking about I find that extremely disappointing because I genuinely feel like the best thing we could do with these people, especially if it's a man treating women like this, like you should not be a part of giving that person a bigger voice. I think that that was extremely disappointing to see multiple people covering this topic and not condemning this person for the things that were said and done. I just have to say that much. I'm not trying to like, oh, we don't want to address it, but we're going to address it. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just like the act of someone berating us and other people platforming it and being like, cool. All right. Well, like that's just, that I was fucked up. To what me. was disappointing is that like, like, it's not like, oh, yeah, they had a valid point or something. It's like, it's very clear that the person is, yes, berating us, but also baiting us into responding because they want more right. attention. And like, it's very clear to us when that's happening. And that's when we're not going to respond because like, that's just giving them what they want. And also like, I, no, we don't have time for this. It's strange that the person sitting there and watching that doesn't also see that because it just feels like... Isn't this obvious? This person's like rage You feel baiting. like, how can they not see that? And you're just playing into it. But then also, I do want to say that you guys, we're not even saying that you guys have to stop tweeting us if that happens. No, no, like, no, no. We might want to know. Yeah, you absolutely like, you don't have to step on eggshells and like not comment about it or whatever. I guess we're just setting that expectation with you guys. That's really all this is. is just like, we 
talk about drama on this channel. Drama is going to start from that and we're like nipping it in the butt. Like we're not going to go there and then start this whole, this person said this and then we're reacting to them reacting to us. Like, no. What I was telling Lily last night is like, if we want the longevity here for this podcast, we need to protect our peace as best as possible. Just in the nature of what we do and how we cover things. Like, yeah, shit's going to pop off left and right. Things are going to happen. But as long as we maintain our integrity, number one, but also just our boundaries and say, hey, you talk about my family, you talk about Lily's family, you talk about Lily or me in a way that's way out of fucking pocket, you're done. Like, bye. So that's what we're going to do. That's how we are responding to things. And I'm sure in the next coming weeks, more people will come out and be like, how fucking dare you, you whore? I don't know what they're going to do, but it's probably going to be something along those lines. And we're not going to talk about it. And then the next week, we're going to be like, Bethany Franco went to TJ Maxx again. Like, that's just, that's how we're going to do things here. Now we're probably just talking in circles, but it just, it comes down to, we're not trying, yes, this is a drama channel, if you will. But we don't want followers that just want us to be like bitchy and engaged in fights with people. Like that really stresses us out. Yeah, for sure. And also like in the past when I have seen shit popping off, I have been guilty of following people just so I can see their response to someone else. You know what I mean? Like I just want it to be known that you're not going to get that. And like, that that's not, not gonna... the audience we're trying to cultivate. And we want it to be because you guys actually want to hear what we have to say all the time, not just when there's something dramatic going on. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, good chat girlies. Thanks for listening. And we can go on with our next topic. Oh, get, get ready. Um, but on to the other topic for this episode. So I was like rapid firing, sending Jesse a bunch of topics. And there's been several that you guys have kind of sent over the past few weeks that we could touch on, but they aren't really necessarily stories as much as just like wanting our reactions. Should we just do the Dax one? Well, yeah, because we've covered it. I think that one's important to kind of follow up on. If you guys don't remember, I feel like, sorry for maybe new viewers, but we are referencing a few past episodes. Well, we'll do, we'll link them below, like so that you guys can reference them and go watch. We have chat you can skip to. But we covered Dak Shepard's podcast because he has had, if you don't know who Dak Shepard is, he's Kristen Bell's husband. That's how I know him. <laughs> but he's also an actor and comedian. But we covered him because he's pretty problematic in a lot of his takes. I think he was pretty misogynistic with his Taylor Swift coverage and certain things that he's just been missing, missing the point or like missing, what is it? The nose? Missing the nose? You know what I'm talking about? When you miss no. the nose, it's not on the nose. Miss the mark? Mm. You don't, it's I not, don't think you say miss oh, the nose. You say like Oh, so what nose. if it's off the nose? <laughs> this is off the nose. That's not a state. No, that's not a <laughs> Well, Dak Shepard is off the nose, in my opinion. And basically, he just kind of like, you know, gets it wrong. And he got it pretty wrong on his episode with JVN. And if you don't know who JVN is, he was on Queer Eye and is just like a trans advocate and just overall an ally. Ally, right? You know that TikTok? Valentina, say ally. Oh, no. <laughs> it's very funny. Anyway, me and my brother always quote it because it's like, I think it's someone saying like, I'm part of the LGBTQIA community and this is Valentina. I just want to say I'm part of the LGBTQ community and this is my best friend, Valentina. She's an ally. Talk, Valentina. Ally. It's very funny. Anyway, basically, they're on the podcast. All we knew was that it got kind of heated and like there were cuts to it, which I'm not coming for anybody. We cut a lot on this podcast. But I'm saying like there were cuts to it enough where yes, they were having a conversation about trans rights and then it became like trans kids and like how they shouldn't, right? What was it exactly? Do you remember? Jonathan didn't go on this podcast to discuss trans rights. Like that was not the goal of this conversation. And I don't know who brought it up to begin with and maybe even that part is murky with the edit but whether you're on either side of that 
that wasn't what Jonathan going on this podcast was for. And they felt very blindsided by it coming to that. And it got really heated very quickly because neither of them were particularly prepared to have that conversation. And I think it just Jonathan kind of... literally in tears, he said like, I feel like I'm talking to my dad. Like, you know, when you feel like you just, even if you don't want to have that conversation or that's not the point, but like it comes up and that person just kind of disappoints you in the way that they're speaking. And it's just, it's very jarring and you feel like you need to defend it, but you weren't ready to. So it feels like this premature need to defend something or you're scrambling and all of a sudden you're emotional. Like this is just too much. I think that's what happened there. And especially because like Jonathan does very much go on media tours where he does speak about this topic. Basically, I think a lot of what it came down to is that Jonathan went on to promote like his podcast or something. And he had always in the past considered uh, Dax like a friend and like they were on good terms. And then how this conversation progressed and it turned into this debate. It's incredible that even though it wasn't planned, how much information and good points he did have at the ready to like come back at a lot of what Dax was saying. But regardless of what side of that debate you're on, it was an inappropriate time to get into it. And it's Dax's podcast and he should have steered the conversation back away from that because that wasn't the goal of what they were supposed to be talking about. Then the fact that it got so heated and Dax just didn't really seem to be exhibiting too much consideration for how the conversation does affect Jonathan. It just got really messy. And when the interview went live, I know that Jonathan posted, I'm like, I don't really have the words right now, but eventually I will or something. And and I don't think Dax had really even acknowledged it at all. He just like promoted the podcast. The time has come for eventually. And we fucking love Kiki Palmer. <laughs> so yeah, I came across this clip today and we'll just play it. And I know you had a conversation with Dax Shepard. If you listen to podcasts, you know what an edit is. And that was an edit. That was an edit. Um, and that was an edit mm. that I asked for approval or insight into um, and was not given. So after that conversation, <clears throat> you know, I did ask for a transcript. I did ask for what that was going to look or sound like because that was quite a conversation. Um, and I was not given insight into that. And, um, you know, there was some significant pieces of that conversation that were left out that did ultimately have me end up in tears. Based on this snippet from Kiki's podcast, it's very clear that not only was Jonathan unprepared for that conversation, but then he asked afterwards if he could have like approval and like some insight into what was going to go live because it was such a volatile conversation. And it definitely went viral because Jonathan ends up crying at one point. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that were more on Dax's side that would be like, oh, he's so emotional, like just ridicule him for that. But apparently, according to him, there was a lot of that conversation that didn't make the podcast that led him to burst out in tears, which even if there wasn't anything left out, fuck anyone that's criticizing him for being emotional about it. What it shows me is that he finished the podcast, understood how that conversation went, and instantly felt uncomfortable with it being aired at all. That's probably what it was. And then second, he did the right thing, asked for the edit, asked for the transcript. I mean, what else can you do when you're not in charge of it? And for Dax to even pretend that he is Jonathan's friend, like I feel like we have said this to every guest we've ever had off camera. We tell them this is pre-film, pre-recorded. If after you film this, there's anything you feel like you should have taken out or like you wish you hadn't said, we will take that out. No questions asked. To not give that grace to someone that is not only a podcast guest, but your actual friend or someone you claim as your friend is so fucked up. And I just, I'm not surprised. 
I, I, yeah, that's I, the thing. I'm like, it's sad, but I also am not surprised. And yeah, that's pretty standard for interviews that aren't live, especially if it included some kind of conversation that was not one, not planned, and two, definitely a divisive subject, like... And an emotional one, yeah. a vulnerable one, like something that this person probably, after the fact, was like, shit, I don't know that I want people to see me like that. That's fair. It tells me a lot more about Dak Shepard when I already didn't have the best taste in my mouth, we could say. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like, if anything, this just shows that, like, either one, he doesn't even really care about his podcast, he just, like, films it, and is just like, okay, well, I'm going home, like, you guys fucking get it together. I don't know if he even cares or even worse that he would leave it in just because he knew that it was gonna get like a stir out of people I don't know he doesn't edit it we know that he's no, not no, like us sure. who edit our own anyone shit anyone that tries to say like even with the Mr. Beast Rosanna thing that the editor like maybe that was just their choice the editor doesn't make the final choice like the editor does what uh, the producer uh, tells them I agree. And yes, maybe it was a producer that got the final say. But I think celebrities are like exempt from that because celebrities are very like show up, do the thing, leave. But there would be a producer on the show. The editor is not usually the producer. Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if anything, a producer had something to do with that cut. But I don't think that Dak Shepard just probably didn't give a fuck. And I that's think he definitely gave too. a fuck. Are you kidding? You think? If, if Jonathan started crying and it was because something that Dak said, someone decided they didn't want that in there showing what really made him cry. And if it was something horrible that Dak said, I would think that he probably would be like, maybe don't include that. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't think about that where the part that was taken out is kind of like what Jonathan's alluding to is like what would make him look worse. Like, so that makes sense that Dax would have something to do with that. Even if he didn't say it, it was the producer trying to cover his ass. Which doesn't make it any better. Yeah, I don't know. I just have this vision of a celebrity who doesn't give a ton of shit of what they're doing. They just show up to the podcast and like. Get I think up and that leave. that definitely is the case a lot of the time. And even when we talked about like um, Megan Trainer with the fuck teachers thing, like I don't think Megan Trainer necessarily listened to that back and was like, yeah, let's keep that in. I, I like it. I think she probably just kind of forgot she said it and it just snowballed. But in a situation like this, where it's not like Dax left and was like. That went well. <laughs> he definitely left. It was like, shit, did I, should I maybe not have gone that far? And like, at least said a, a note to his producer that's like, be careful with that edit or something. At most, I think he was like, hey, maybe we like cut the part where I did this because, mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's likely for sure. But that's the update. I hope he speaks out more and we learn more about this situation because yikes. And the fact that Jonathan posted just this clip on his TikTok, this is not someone else. He posted this. He's like, fuck yeah. And his caption for it says, many of you have asked for my response to the Dax interview on Armchair Expert. This is what I'll say for now. Also, how much do we love Kiki Palmer? A lot. Way more than we like Dax Shepard, let me tell you that. <laughs> That's all we have for now. I'm assuming more is gonna come out. Whether either Dax is forced to come out with what he said, which I don't think he will, or Jonathan exposes it in the future. Because I feel like that's more likely where like we just get more context and like they're side of the story, I guess. And full disclosure, we haven't listened to this entire Kiki episode. I don't know if it's out right now, but the fact that his caption says, this is what I'll say for now, I don't think he delved deeper into it. Also though, because he said, this is what I'll say for now, I do think that he will say more in the future. Seems like a person of their word. But anyway, um, yeah, I guess that's it for that. And then Lily had some obscure thing about someone being underground and I have <laughs> I have no idea what on fucking earth you're talking about. I didn't either. And then I came across one that was like, 
Oh, this is what people have been talking about. So I don't even have any links pulled, so I'm just gonna search it. And this is purely just to get your reaction. I don't have like all of the ins and outs in detail. And it's not as much a story as more just like two TikTok accounts that people have been talking about a lot. Specifically, there are two TikTok accounts that like just show what a weird world TikTok is and like how it gives spotlights to people that you never would have even known existed before. And it's just like such niche. I'm interesting okay. topic. <laughs> it's nothing to be like scared about. It's just like, okay. what? So there's two individuals. They're not actually connected. People just have been joking that they should get together because they both seem to have um, a penchant for underground things. Let me just show you. Literally, I'm trying to even envision. I have no idea. So first, we'll go with Eel Pit Guy. <laughs> What's an eel pit? The, Might like, you ask? Okay. I didn't know until I saw this. Imagine you're talking about topic suggestions and someone just sends you, oh yeah, there's that eel pit thing. I'm literally like, Lily, what are you talking about? She's like, well, there's this thing about this eel pit and then like some other underground thing. I'm like, okay, that didn't clear it up. If TikTok didn't exist, this would not, like no one would have any clue who this guy is. And he has- What is this, like fear factor? He goes in a pit of eels? No, like, no, I'm just no, confused. they're his pets. They're not, it's not like an <laughs> oh. aggressive thing. Oh, of course. It's hilarious <laughs> because like the TikToks that I had first seen, people had tagged me and stuff and I hadn't even actually watched it. And then on my For You page, I come across someone talking about it and it's like someone going, you know, if someone had told me a few years ago that I would be so invested in this man that has built an underground eel pit. I wouldn't have believed you, but here I am. He's gotten the eels today, did you hear? And I'm like, what do you mean? And I started searching and I'll just search on TikTok eel pit guy. This is his eel pit. It's like a basement, I guess, in this man's house. And I'll just Hi, play everybody. this for you. So today in the eel pit, I went ahead and started working on making my main island bigger. And I took apart the smaller island in the corner where I have my chair normally. Um, here we are before we start, but yeah, I want to take that island apart and build this island up more. Uh, I do want to add more fish down the road. Uh, right now the current fish have plenty of room, but as I start adding more, I definitely want to get more depth to it. I think my next addition will be Garlic and Garfield will be going out here soon. Yes, not they, Garlic and they Garfield. All, they all have names. <laughs> I believe one is well, like obviously. Crunchwrap Supreme or something. Like, it's oh my God. Very interesting. Well, that's the least surprising part of all of well, this. Well, it's funny because I have seen people speculating because I'm not really well-versed in eels, but they all kind of look the same. So people are like, how does he know which one is which? And some people are like, I don't think he does. I think he just throws out the names and like pretends. Oh my God, the scandal of the century. He doesn't really tell his eels apart, right? Controversy. Okay, well, what's your initial reaction to that? Because my initial reaction is not what yours is, I'm sure. Mine was like, what is this place? And did how did we get here my reaction is how is his house not falling down with all the like water in the basement which is like the foundation of your home well because i think he built it in a basement so it's like if he has the like the spot where the water is reinforced then it wouldn't seep out to the sides it's soggy it's gonna make the walls soggy but it's the walls are cement you can't keep walls soggy i'm not a construction expert so I something's gonna I be moldy or fucked up here like this stresses me the fuck out as a homeowner the tiktok that i'd seen 
mean? Like, there weren't always eels in it. Like, he very much built this for the eels. Well, yeah, that's fucking apparent. <laughs> well, no, but it's not like he just, like, threw water in there one day. Like, I think it was a very meticulous process, but... Wait, but why do you, why does he love eels so much? What's his story? I know, but why Sarah he has like 1.3 million followers. <laughs> and this is the kind of content. The comments are, imagine dating someone for a while and you finally get to enter their house. And the first thing they say is, want to see my eel pit? I would actually be mortified. I would think he was going to murder me. The next was, I would like to hotbox the eel bunker. No, you wouldn't. If I was high in there, I would call the police. I'm not he even joking. He swims with them. Lily, this is ridiculous. I told you. Oh, interesting. New development, because I didn't know that much about this. Someone goes, is this water tight? I see the concrete absorbing some water. What was this before the eel pit? And he says, it's a rainwater cistern that's held water since 1958. Can you look how he spelled system? No, cistern. Oh, cistern. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, so what's that? <laughs> Cisterns are large tanks that can hold up to 20,000 gallons of water in residential settings, while a standard rain barrel is smaller, usually. Blah, blah, blah. Interesting. Okay, so I guess the walls aren't soggy then, and it's actually... Well, it's meant to hold sense. water. But even when it makes sense, it still, like, does not. Yeah, it says, cisterns are large tanks that store rainwater collected from impervious surfaces for domestic uses or for consumption. Or to hold eels. Oh, I was like, it says that? No, but why? my question is, like, that diagram that it's showing is a house next to a house, which makes sense if it's, like, some sort of actual structure that's built separate from a house. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense that it would be in the basement of his home because if it is in the basement and again if he didn't build it he says it's a rainwater thing that's been around for a long time i feel like that's a weird foundational issue i don't no, know look at no that's not a basement that's underground yeah but it's underground not under something my concern is it's under the structural foundation of his home we don't know where this is located necessarily beneath his girl home. he went down into the tundras he, yeah but you would have to go underground to get in this one too yeah but isn't the whole thing like even what you just showed me it's him going down it like but we don't, i don't know if that's from like his living room i don't know i feel like here's, did you an, not here's another one house? i'm confused yeah so like maybe it's like there's like a little i don't know something's wrong here yeah, <laughs> i no, can't pinpoint it. it yeah but every look at it every single one you're showing me is on the side of the house but we don't know where he entered from what was the beginning let me see the beginning again i love that you're so concerned about this no because it's just it just seems ridiculous like that could be a little shack next to his house yeah, I could, I could, I could. I think you said it was in his basement, in his house. So like, I think my brain just jumped to like, okay. That's, I just said basement because it's underground. Okay, oh, got you. Okay, so that changes, okay. It might be like a little house next to his thing that used to collect rainwater. Now it collects eels. Yeah. Good for him. And that's, it's very much like his videos are very like, it's not like it's a joke or like trying to, it's just like, okay, we'll update with the eel pit today. This is what we're doing. All right, well, show me swimming with him. That's what, that's what the people are really gonna wanna see. Is he? young yeah he's like in his 20s i think damn you have your life far more together than me i can't build an eel fucking pit to save my life right now wow oh, interesting cool. Ooh, is that a caterpillar it's a so biofluorescent millipede uh, another common animal I've hi everybody so today i'm going snorkeling in my eel pit with my sturgeon so uh let's check it out so here we go. First up, this is the new sturgeon, strawberry. Uh, maybe strawberries and cream. And then here comes big old caviar. I love how friendly the sturgeon are with me in the water. If you've ever snorkeled with wild fish, they really, they're much, much less scared of you if you're in the water with them. Uh, coming, reaching down from the surface, that definitely freaks them out. 
but being in the water, a lot of the fish were actually surprising. Not everybody just commenting about the fact that he's hot. I was gonna say, apparently this may have been like one of the first face reveals because all the comments are about, dang, eel pit guy is so cute. Oh my God. Well, I mean, out of all the problematic things we cover, I feel like this is a feel good story of a guy just swimming oh, with his it eels. Totally is. Alexis Nicole, who has 4.4 uh, million followers says, eel pit man, you're our age. And he says, yes, haha. My girlfriend and I are big fans. Uh -oh. He has a girlfriend, guys. He just pushed all the, all the thirsty women away in the comments. Right. So eel pit guy is what I see first. Then I see people talking about how I don't think they knew he had a girlfriend, but they're like, he needs to get together with mining under her house lady. And oh my God, there's this lady that under her residential suburban home, she has an underground tunnel. It's just been over a year since I started building my underground tunnel system. Oh. This is a one-year recap. In August of 22, I cut an opening off the side of the sub-basement and started to carve into the solid rock. Fabricated an elevator to lift material. Holy shit. It's a, a quite the uh, undertaking. As the entrance tunnel stretched longer and deeper, I bought an electric yard cart and converted it into a mine cart. I used hundreds of concrete blocks and yards of hand-mixed concrete for the 30-foot entrance tunnel. So this is um, quite the project. I just got tired watching that. Are you allowed to do this? How's anybody going to know? <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, she's doing it very legitly. So I'm like, good for you, girly. Because she, she keeps saying tunneling, like a tunnel system. Are you going under other people's houses? Does your property not end underground? I'm confused with like the property line. You know she I is. Guess. She's going into her neighbors, everybody's shit. Hopefully she's not neighbors with eel pit guy. What if she runs into that? Oh my God, the comments are really funny. The top one is literally me right now. It says, some people just fill me with wonder. That's how I feel. I'm just like, wow, good for you. And then someone said, I think he could use an eel pit. Honestly, I feel like this is such a bad idea on a lot of levels, but mostly, yes, you have the whole thing of going into other people's properties, but also the probability of running into a pipe, a line of something that you're gonna fuck up Roy. Like she's just like, I just cut a hole and went. In terms of it being like dangerous, it seems like she knows what she's doing. Yeah, I was like, I she agree. seems like she's kind of an expert at this. So like, I don't really doubt her skills to do it. I just question the legalities about it, I guess. And also why? That's another question that came to mind, but you know, live your dreams. Like just a machine or like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to do this. She obviously has the time and the resources. And honestly, although again, does this fuck up like the structure? If you remove one beam from your home, that is a load bearing beam your whole entire house could fall. Like that is how serious all this shit is. So I wonder how like going underground, I don't know. Well, totally. And like, if I was doing it, I think you should be very concerned. I would be very concerned. But again, <laughs> I think she seems pretty well-versed in like the, I don't even know what to call it. Cause I'm not well-versed in Do this. Do you have a permit for this? That's what I ask. I'm like, is this allowed? And are you going, how far out are you going? Or are you just going more down? A year. She's been doing this a year. I can't get over that. That's crazy. She also could be like a doomsday person that's like building this bunker. Oh for yeah, like the true. Apocalypse. Someone but, said I mean, homegirl playing Minecraft in real life. <laughs> I've always felt like my home is missing a dangerous mine shaft. I barely can get motivated to mow my lawn. That's how I feel. I'm like, this is such an undertaking. Oh my God, I'm impressed. Yeah, it's very laborious. <laughs> someone said, why? Where is it leading to? Or is it just for enjoyment? Plus, do you need a permit? And someone answered, does every project need a destination? Do, do you, you trust, trust 
trust your government? government? Okay. <laughs> Someone let, let said, didn't an old man do this and cause a sinkhole in the road that killed someone? <laughs> Jesus. That's not funny, but I'm just like, holy shit. And the only thing I would say is if she's going deep enough down, would it affect it? I think so. Like, I feel like it's like the butterfly effect. It's just like you do one thing and then it causes something to block down. Isn't that? I don't know. I feel like this may be illegal. But I'm not sure. If it's not illegal, I carry on. But yeah, so it's funny just because it's two very unique and unusual underground undertakings. So people have been like, oh my God, you should hang out with the Epic guy. I don't think they should. Who knows what those two brains would do together? They're better separate. <laughs> There's suddenly an underground like tunnel system of eels. Oh my God, that is too funny. Well, this was an interesting episode. What? Bethany Frankel eels? And I'm just confused. But... The- Gotta give the audience what they want, you know, just a little bit of everything. Exactly. But anyway, that is all we have for you today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed whatever this episode was. And if you made it to the end, as always, we very much appreciate you. I hope you guys had an amazing week. And as always, we will see you on Monday. Bye. Bye.